All right, Saturday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. We are actually live on this December 23rd, Christmas Eve. Eve, we are actually live right now. Probably the only conservative pundit show doing that right now, but hey, we're going to do it. It's the way it is. And there's important stuff actually that's happened this week that we need to cover as always. But Merry Christmas to everybody. Just in case I forget in the rushed ending of these of the podcast tonight, Merry Christmas to everybody. Have a great Christmas Eve tomorrow night uh, and a great Christmas Day on, on Monday. All right, let's start it off. Will, leading report tweet breaking. GOP lawmakers in Georgia. Now, this is what I'm talking about. This is to the Democratic Party. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Congratulations, because this, of course, is a result of the Democratic Party banning Donald Trump off of the ballot in Colorado, and they're all say on the Democratic side. It wasn't the Democratic Party that did it. It's the Supreme Court of Colorado brought by Democratic Party attorneys, brought to a all-Democratic Party uh, Supreme Court that still could only decide to ban Trump from the ballot four to three, and then stayed their own decision pending the approval of the Supreme Court. Just so everybody knows, he's not actually banned off the ballot yet in California because the four liberal leftist judges actually stayed their own decision, actually sort of appealing their own decision to the Supreme Court. That's how sure they are of their decision to ban Donald Trump off of the ballot in Colorado. Remember, they banned him off of the ballot in Colorado for committing an insurrection, an insurrection he's never been charged with, let alone convicted of. Of the 91 felony charges that Donald Trump is actually facing right now, not one of them is insurrection but yet he's kicked off of a ballot because of insurrection. I want everybody to think of that. And of course, that just brings up, and I don't want to go too far down this road because I'll waste all 54 minutes that I have left tonight in our, in our brief show here. But this just further illustrates the very fact that I tell you all the time about the judiciary system inside the United States of America, the court system inside the United States of America. There is no backstop. There is no backstop in them charging you or anybody else. If you, and what I'm talking about is blue jurisdictions, blue judges, blue juries, blue grand juries, blue appellate courts, i.e. Colorado. They can charge you with anything and find you guilty for anything. There is nothing to stop them. All it takes is a piece of paper filling out what's called a probable cause affidavit, filling out a warrant, filling out what's called a capius, whatever jurisdiction you're in, may have different names, but that's all that it is. And if they put it down, if somebody files a warrant against you for stealing a bike you never stole, and there's exculpatory evidence, videotaped evidence that shows that you never stole it, but yet the blue judge issues a blue warrant to a blue prosecutor who brings it before a blue grand jury, do you honestly think they're going to let you go? They're not going to let you go. And that's exactly what's happening here. You're like, yeah, but the truth will set you free. Only, only in the Bible, not in blue jurisdictions. Not with blue judges, not with blue grand juries, and that's exactly what's happening. Everywhere Donald Trump is being charged, everywhere Bannon was charged, Flynn was charged, Navarro was charged, Alex Jones was charged, Roger Stone was charged, it's all blue jurisdictions with all with a blue constituency, with blue juries, blue grand juries, blue judges, blue prosecutors, and blue appellate courts, i.e. Atlanta, D.C., now in Colorado, Hartford, Connecticut, Austin, Texas. All they have to do is bring you in front of blue judges with blue prosecutors. And listen, and it's, it's over. You, your, your only chance is your first appellate court that is not all Democratic Party. But in, of course, in the state of Colorado, all seven Supreme Court justices in the state of Colorado are all elected Democrats, are all appointed Democrats. 
and probably all formerly elected Democrats and all hyper leftists who then decided to ban four to three, though. So three actually have some sense. But four decided to ban Donald Trump for the first time in history, banning a presidential candidate off of a ballot, decided to ban him off of the ballot for committing a crime he's never been charged with, let alone convicted of. He's never even been charged with insurrection. So now, because of that, the precedent has been set. Congratulations. And people would people say, I read some um, ridiculous, I should actually bring these in sometimes, just debate, debate the tweets right here on the show, not with the, not with the person who tweeted them, but, but just debate the tweets to show you how ridiculous the left is and the things that they put out. I'm talking about big names on the left who are rejoicing that Donald Trump got banned off of a ballot in Colorado. They're rejoicing off of it, but this is what happens. This is what happens because here's the thing, you ban him off of a ballot for committing a crime he's never been convicted of, let alone charged for. So now that means you can ban people off of ballots for anything. There are no holes barred. You can ban people off for anything. You can make it up out of thin air. All you need, like I said on Thursday, is a red state and a reason. That's all you need. So here it comes. Play stupid games, win super prizes, i.e., be not deceived, God is not mocked for whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. Whatever you put in the ground is coming up. What goes around, comes around. So leading report tweet, breaking GOP lawmakers in Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania have joined forces to introduce legislation to remove Joe Biden from the 2024 ballot. Now, this is legislation, which is fine, which, by the way, that's all it takes is a reason. You're like, well, you know, uh, the truth will enable Joe Biden to be uh, on the ballot. No, because the truth didn't allow Donald Trump to be on the ballot. Enjoy the precedent that you have set leftist. Leftists, enjoy the precedent that you've set because now you can ban people off the ballots for absolutely no reason or just for some contrived reason. Pulling it up out of thin air, you can just put, ban them off the ballots. So this is legislation. Now we still need the Ken Paxton of the world, the Andrew Bailey's of the world, and all of the conservative AGs in the red states to go ahead and, and, and file a court motion to the Supreme Court to remove Joe Biden from the ballot. What justification? Treason at the southern border. Treason from... From, you know, coming from the tweets from his own son. Treason coming from, or reasons coming from Hunter Biden's laptop showing that Joe Biden did, in fact, meet with Hunter Biden's business partners 80-some-odd times, I believe on the laptop alone, used 5,000 times, used pseudonyms as Vice President of the United States on official uh, governmental emails, met with the president of Ukraine with Hunter Biden via Zoom call, these are all, according to them, according to Alexander Vindman, according to Adam Schiff, these are all impeachable offenses. So these are very viable to remove, remove Joe Biden off of the ballot. And that's what needs to happen. And the conservative AGs need to do it. And everybody likes to hesitate. You know what? We don't want to lower ourselves to the level. Then we won't have any candidates on the ballots. If, we, if we're not going to fight their fight, then please understand, they're not going to play fair. If you are playing fair in an unfair game, you're simply going to lose. Yep. It is not Christ-like to play an unfair game. It is not Christ-like to play fairly in an unfair game. It's stupid. It's giving that which is holy unto the dogs. Matthew 7, 6, give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. You need to fight the good fight of faith. You need to get in there. If they're going to play these games, we'll make them live by their own rules. There's nothing, we're not gonna lie. Listen, it's perfectly viable now because you can kick 
You can kick Joe Biden off of a ballot for any reason whatsoever because that's the rules that they've set in Colorado. And by the way, Colorado, it's not going to stop in Colorado. There's 16 states that want to do the same thing. So if you don't start fighting now, what we'll have is 16 states with only Joe Biden on the ballot. Running against Donald Trump with only Joe Biden on the ballot. And all the conservatives will sit back and say, well, at least we played fair. Played fair for what? Electing Joe Biden again? Electing somebody who is not coherent, who can't put together a coherent statement, a coherent sentence, who we know is not running the country. Ron Klain's running the country. Susan Rice is running the country. Barack Hussein and Michael Obama are running the country. So here's the new rules, and I'm glad they're out, and this is exactly how we need to fight this battle. Let's go to the next one, Will Laura Loomer tweet. Break, uh, no, Clay Higgins. I'm sorry, Clay Higgins, you're right. You're Clay Higgins, you're right. New law, if any state in our this Clay Higgins is trying to pass this. So we have, we have legislative efforts going right now. These are legislative efforts. And legislative efforts are good. But we need to do it all the way around because they use the legislatures and they use the courts. We don't want to lower ourselves to the level. You better lower yourself to the level or you're going to, you're going to, their entire, the entire country is going to be their level. Yep. You better get down in there and fight like a bulldog. Because that we, we, we can no longer sit here and go to, a, go to a, like a UFC fight and they're allowed to use knives and machine guns and we're still just strapping on the gloves. Yeah. You're, all that means is you're going to be the one laying on the ground dead. That means you're going to be the one who loses. We need to now fight fire with fire. New law from Clay Higgins, if he's trying to pass this through Congress, we know it's not going to pass. It's not going to pass because it won't make it through the Senate. But we can pass it in the House. If any state in our union blocks the official nominee of a major political party from the presidential ballot, their, elect, their electoral slate will not be counted by Congress on the following January 6th. There it is. Play stupid games with stupid prizes. I like what he says at the bottom. Have a very MAGA Christmas. That's right. <laughs> this is exactly what needs to happen. When you make them swallow their own medicine, they'll stop forcing it on us. Let's make them. Because listen, there's, there's 16 states that I've heard. It's 16 or 9 I have to find the story. There's at least nine other states that are going to try and pull the same crap that Colorado pulled. And if you don't fight it, we're going to be sitting here like this. No, and people are like, we all just need to come together. No, you don't realize it's not biblical. You know, does everybody please, can you please realize coming together with the world is not biblical. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you don't conform to the pattern of this world. It actually tells us, and that's 2 Corinthians 6, 14. 2 Corinthians 6, 17. Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not yoke yourself together with unbelievers. I mean, that, we're supposed to come out from among them and be separate. So people always, let's come together, that's Christ. It's not, it's not. You're yoking yourself together with unbelievers. What do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or a fellowship can light half with darkness. Why would you ever yoke yourself together? Why would you try to come together with the abortionist? Why would you try to come together with somebody who wants to lop off penises, testicles, and breasts of 14-year-old kids? Why would you ever try to come together with people who want to force vaccinate you? Who want you, want you to have a vaccine passport, a common pass, a green pass, a biometric health pass? That's all coming down the pike if Joe Biden gets elected again. That's why we need to fight a different kind of fight. But it's, you, don't need to, you don't come together with people. It doesn't make you Christ-like to come together with evil. Because people are like, you know what? If you advocate these things, like we need to fight like they fight, then what we're going to have is red states electing one person and blue states electing another. Good. Good. A nonviolent civil war. Nonviolent. Absolutely no violence. Nonviolent civil war. Well, you know what? All the red states remove all the Democratic Party candidates off their ballots. 
and all the blue states remove all the Republicans off their ballots. That's, that's where we're going. You're like, if we, keep, if we lower ourselves down to that level, that's where we're going to go. So here's your choice. You can either have it. There's a lot of people are like, if you go down that path, that's where you're going to end up. We're going to have this divided country. Good. Good. And again, no violence whatsoever. But my thing is this, you're, it's already going that way, so you can either have it go that way and have Joe Biden be your president and have unfettered abortion, a crashed economy, CBDCs, a guaranteed monthly income, hyperinflation, run out of the CCP, run out of Beijing, run out of Davos, or you can just, we can risk it and actually come in and do what we're supposed to do, fight fire with fire, give them a dose of their own medicine, and they'll back off like the cowards that they are. Once we start removing them off of ballots, they'll back off once they're removed off the Florida ballot because Florida's kind of, has tended to be a purple state even though Ron DeSantis won by 20 points. But I'm just telling you, that's what has to happen. All the people that have the illusion of coming together, it is an actual illusion. It's not an illusion. It's a delusion. You're delusional. And this is the kind of thing that needs to happen. All right, let's go to the next one, Will. Laura Loomer tweet, breaking the U.S. Supreme Court just rejected Jack Smith's request to bypass the appellate court regarding President Trump's challenge to his January 6th indictments under the defense of, pres- of presidential immunity. This is, this is hysterical, and I, and I hope that nobody gets bored with the legal sort of jargon mumbo-jumbo here, but this has to do with the request of a speedy trial. I don't know if anybody knows, but who has the right to request a speedy trial? Does anybody know? Who has the right to request a speedy trial? That would be the defendant. And what you have here is the prosecutor requesting a speedy trial. You're like, Tom, that makes no sense. I know. Either does charging Donald Trump with what Jack Smith is charging him with. Jack Smith is, is basically just, he's, he's the one charging him with the, the possession of classified documents that he's allowed to be in possession of, but not charging uh, uh, Joe Biden with possession of classified documents he's not allowed to be in possession of. Pseudo, it's not, he's not, there's no official charge for insurrection, but pseudo-insurrection sort of charges. That's what he's trying to do. And, what I, and you're like, which, by the way, the charges don't exist, the crimes don't exist, but yet he's charging them anyway because we are in the midst of lawlessness. And the only reason why Jack Smith can get away with it is because he's charging Donald Trump in D.C. And by the way, this is what needs to happen with us. And we'll just use Alex Jones as an example. If you're going to, let's, let's, let's go ahead and charge Brian Krasenstein, Ed Krasenstein, Medea Son, MSNBC, CNBC, whoever it may be, We charge them with defamation. All you got to do is watch one of their defaming videos in a red jurisdiction and then haul them in front of a red judge, red jury, red grand jury, red appellate court. That's what you have to do because the only reason why these charges have ever seen the light of day to begin with for Jack Smith to request a speedy trial for is because they're in front of Tanya Shutkin, a Democratic Party hack leftist who will find Donald Trump guilty no matter whether, no matter how much exculpatory evidence there is. He'll be found guilty. If there's videotape evidence exonerating him of all charges, he'll still be found guilty by Tanya Shutkin. It doesn't matter. That's why Jack Smith made sure that he hauled Donald Trump in front of a blue judge, blue jury, blue, blue jurisdiction. And it, back to my original point, the people who request a speedy trial are the defendants, not the plaintiffs. Yep. Are the defendants, not the prosecutors. But yet... But everything is upside down. He can do whatever he wants because he's in front of Tanya Shutkin. Tanya Shutkin was fine with it, but it went to the Supreme Court and they said no. And why does he want a speedy trial? He wants a trial in April, which is right before Super Tuesday. That's why. 
This is all just a political chicanery. We all know it. And Jack Smith just took a major loss, and that's a good thing. All right, let's go to the next one, Will. The Vigilant Fox video. Uh-oh, new evidence suggests. Remember what a lot of this is all about is the fraudulent election in 2020, which Donald Trump had every right to go out and say it's a fraudulent election. Yep. Someone wants to sue him for defamation, go right ahead. There's no reason to. There's no way to. And, of course, you're like, Rudy Giuliani just got charged with a civil charge of defamation by Ruby Freeman and her daughter. It was found and asked to pay $148 million. The man's worth $10 million. I wonder why he got, I wonder why it is that he was found guilty of defamation. Well, did you know, I've, I've already done some research on it, of course. He wasn't allowed to present any evidence. <laughs> like, that's impossible. This United, doesn't matter, folks. Steve Bannon wasn't allowed to present any evidence. At his trial, no evidence. Because Steve Bannon was saying, I can't testify in the 1-6 hearing. A, because it's an unlawful subpoena, which I don't have time to get into. B, because I'm under executive privilege, and he wasn't allowed to present his case in either merit. <laughs> so you're, you, we, people are like, let's all come together. We need to obey the, the rules of the, the laws of the land. There are no laws in the land in blue jurisdictions. Right. You better move out of there. You better get out of there. Because you can be charged, and there is no backstop. There is nothing to stop them from finding you guilty. Tom, I didn't do it, so obviously that won't be found guilty. It's got nothing to do with it. If an affidavit says you're guilty, and a judge says you're guilty, and jury, jury says you're guilty, you're going to handcuffs, going to prison. And all of the left is calling on them to send you to prison. Just so you know, if you don't read Twitter, which I'm, I'm, I'm probably glad that you don't, you live a happier life. <laughs> but if you do, they're all calling on all of us to go to prison. Just so you know, they want us all to go to prison. And that's an overly hyperbolic statement, but I'm telling you that's the whole point of, of them saying that 1-6 was an insurrection so they could castigate all Donald Trump uh, supporters into insurrectionists. They could put that light on all of us. All right, so back to this. Vigilant Fox video. New evidence suggests that there was never a voting machine election audit performed in Georgia. How many of you heard that there was? Brad Raffensperger. Remember who Brad Raffensperger is? Brad Raffensperger is a leftist spy. He is a Democratic Party shill who met with Mark Elias of Perkins Coie in March of 2020 to make it impossible to adjudicate ballots on the night of the election. And that may, you're like, what on earth are you talking about, Tom? Because it, on, especially with mass mail-in ballots for the first time in history, you're going to need to adjudicate ballots. You're going to need to be able to say, this is a lawful ballot, this is not. They made it impossible to do so. So why would Brad Raffensperger, an alleged conservative Republican, right, who just got reelected by the numb nuts inside of, inside of Georgia, just got reelected. Why would a conservative Brad Raffensperger, alleged conservative, alleged conservative Republican, meet with Mark Elias of Perkins Coie? Who's Mark Elias of Perkins Coie? Mark Elias is a leftist, WEF, hyper-leftist, Democratic Party hack who goes around suing Republicans and suing jurisdictions for false voting rights violations that don't exist so that he can get... So that he can get uh, Ballots counted that are illegal. That's all he does. Goes around and sues jurisdictions so he can get illegal ballots counted. Ballots with no signature verification, no ID, mail-in ballots, no way to verify who they're from. Mark Elias goes all around the country. He's a little pudgy little guy. He runs around the country suing red jurisdictions, suing any jurisdiction he can so that he can get illegal ballots counted. And he does it all in the name of democracy. Everything done in the name of de democracy by the Democratic Party is being done in the name of fraudulentness and totalitarianism. That's the, that is democracy for them. So my, Brad Raffensperger meets with Mark Elias of Perkins Coie. Perkins Coie, remember who Perkins Coie is? Perkins Coie actually has an office in Washington, D.C. that they share with the FBI. <laughs> Perkins Coie is a Democratic Party 
uh, law firm. That's what they are. And they share an office with, 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 with Perkins Coie. The FBI shares an office with Perkins Coie inside of D.C. Well, that's where Michael Sussman worked who got convicted of lying to the FBI. But yet got a very light sentence. Weird, isn't it? He gets convicted of it, lying to the FBI, and now he's back. He's, uh, he lost his certification for like a couple months. Now he's recertified his attorney, back to working. And that was you or me. You'd never have your law license again. Never. You never work again. But Michael Sussman, he's perfectly fine. He's right back to work. But anyway, so he, Perkins Cooey is who hired Fusion GPS, who hired Christopher Steele, who hired Igor Danchenko, then made up the entire fraudulent Trump collusion narrative, the Steele dossier. And why is the man, why is, why is Brad Raffensperger meeting with a lawyer from the law firm that orchestrated the greatest political hoax in history before the 2020 election, the Russian collusion hoax, why are they meeting together to make it impossible to adjudicate ballots on the night of the election or even a week after election? Even a month after election, you couldn't certify all these fraudulent ballots with no down ballots, no down voting on the ballots, where you have thousands of ballots that are illegal, but you can't, you can't adjudicate them legal or illegal. You got a bunch of ballots that people voted for Biden only and didn't vote down ballot at all. That never happens, but you can't adjudicate them. No way to, we're supposed to adjudicate ballots by putting their envelope signature next to their ballot signature, but there's no time to do that. Why did he, why, why was this orchestrated? So that, so that Brad Raffensperger could put his hand, put his head in the sand and say, there's just no time. The election is certified. That's why, to make it impossible for him not to certify the election. That's what happened. But Brad Raffensperger came out and said that there was an audit of all the voting machines inside of Georgia. Turns out there might not have been. Play for me. Is it all just smoke and mirrors? Because a new evidence suggests that there was never an audit performed by a voting machine testing company as claimed by the Georgia Secretary of State. On November 17th of 2020, Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger made an announcement that an audit using forensic techniques was completed with, quote, no sign of foul play in the 2020 election. The statement previously appeared on the Secretary of State's webpage and is still available via the Wayback Machine. The problem is, besides a watered-down audit report, there is little to no evidence that this audit actually took place. The following was from the public comment in yesterday's state election board meeting in Georgia. According to the record, no one, no, not one county had records affirming or even suggesting that ProVNV did an audit of their equipment, meaning the proof is not there that the election wasn't stolen. So there are more questions than answers right now. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis is actually currently prosecuting Donald Trump right now for racketeering RICO law in Georgia associated with his allegations about the election. So just let that sink in. And in case you missed it, an Obama-appointed judge granted Georgia election workers their request to expedite a $148 million judgment against Rudy Giuliani, all because Giuliani claimed the election was stolen in Georgia. This week, the judge ordered immediate enforcement of Georgia election workers Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss's $148 million judgment against Rudy Giuliani. The defamation suit was related to Georgia's statements. Uh, Giuliani's statements about the two Georgia election workers seen on surveillance video from the State Farm Arena Tabulation Center on election night in 2020. This video played at a Georgia Senate hearing in December 2020 and allegedly showed the election workers scanning ballots without an independent state monitor present.
Judge Beryl Howell unilaterally decided that Rudy Giuliani was guilty of defamation after he was late turning in a financial statement in the lawfare case. Giuliani came on our show this week and said that the court allow, actually prevented him from turning in any evidence that would have allowed him to have a fair trial, including that video. The court wouldn't let anyone see that video. So without seeing Rudy's evidence, a D.C. jury last week decided he should pay the two plaintiffs $148 million in the D.C. courtroom. And I don't want to get keep getting lost into this, but I, it's just a passion. If it bores you, I really am sorry. 486 people on. Love each and every one of you. I hope it doesn't bore you. I really do. But that just showed the last, the tail end of that video is just astounding, where you have Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman who are jamming ballots into the same ballots in the machine over and over again. Now, Rudy Giuliani, in his defamation trial, because he said they did that, so... <laughs> So Ruby, so you have all the Republican poll workers and poll watchers removed from the ballot counting center in Fulton County, right? They're removed because there's this water main break and they're going to stop counting ballots until 8 o'clock in the morning. But only Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman stayed behind and continued to count ballots to Republican, to Democratic Party shills, right? And all Rudy, Rudy Giuliani came out and said was they were stuffing the same ballots into the same machine over and over again. So he, he gets sued for defamation by Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman, mother-daughter combo there. And, and in the defamation trial, he's not allowed to show the video of them doing the very thing <laughs> he's being charged with defamation for. Right. He's not allowed to show the video of them doing the very thing he said they did, and he's being charged with defamation and found guilty of it. That's what I'm talking about. It doesn't, he has exculpatory evidence that they did the very thing he accused them of. If they did the thing he accused them of, he cannot be guilty of defamation. But he's not allowed to show the exculpatory video. In the trial, what, what would be the reason why he wouldn't be allowed? Because the judge just says so. You're like, Tom, that's, that is not allowed. Who's going to stop it? I want everybody to think very contemplatively tonight. Who would stop it? Who's going to do it? You'd have to have the Attorney General of the United States. So, I mean, Merrick Garland? How about his deputy, Lisa Monaco? They are both World Economic Forum Democratic Party hacks. Nobody can stop this stuff. And it's just funny. In this, in this video, the Vision of Fox video, Brad Raffensperger said there's a full audit of the election, um, uh, the, ele the, ele the voting machines inside of Georgia, and it showed there was no fraud. Well, it turned out he never did an audit. So what is he guilty of? Need to find out about that. And here's the, just, the, just kind of the quintessential notion of the whole video. There's no evidence that there wasn't voting fraud. So how can you charge somebody with the charges that Donald, so they're charging Donald Trump for saying that there was voter fraud and, 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 and allegedly forcing actions. He didn't force anybody to do anything. He, he just made requests. He, never, he didn't send in the National Guard and force Ravensburger to find 2,000 votes. He didn't do anything. But if there's no evidence that there wasn't voter fraud, then how can you charge somebody with defamation or any criminal, criminal offense for alleging that there was? If there's no evidence that there wasn't, then how can you charge somebody with alleging that there was? Because it's Fannie Willis and it's Atlanta. It's in, if it's Atlanta which is Fulton County, which is, which is Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman. Now, where did they go to, for their trial? To Washington, D.C. 
Blue jurisdiction, blue judge, blue prosecutor, blue appellate court, blue jurisdiction, blue juries. Atlanta, exact same thing. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Please understand that. Let's do, let's do gold now, Aaron. We'll do Midas right now. Here's my sole sponsor, first and only sponsor ever for the TLP, Midas Gold Group. Why, do I, why am I big on gold? I'm buying $1,000 worth of gold early in 2024 myself, put it in my safe, or I may do an IRA also. Because it is the standard. They're like, Tom, you know, with CBDCs coming, this, uh, you know, it, could, it could devalue gold. I agree. But the most, the most solid investment is gold. You have to go with what is, the, what is the most solid. What is the one that's never lost all of its value? This company is veteran-owned, veteran-operated, MAGA-owned, and MAGA-operated. It's all physical gold in your hands. Gold is the most reliable monetary uh, asset on the globe. And the people who are pushing to de-dollarize the globe and devalue uh, the USD are all buying gold. It all, it all went to crap when we got off the gold standard. If you want a solid financial investment, Buy gold, but buy it from a MAGA company that issues all physical gold in your hands. Go to those companies. Not the ones who say they've got gold, like some Ponzi scheme, but one who actually will hand you physical gold. That's Midas. Buy it from them, and when you do buy it from them, tell them that the Tom Lipley podcast sent you there. Thank you, guys. Let's go to the next one. Patrick Webb video. Now, we listen, the sexual perversion on Capitol Hill is starting to percolate. I mean, it is starting to percolate. We're starting to find out about all. We had the, the, had the senatorial aide having anal sex in a Senate meeting room. I mean, just taped himself having sex in, in the, in, you know, on, on Capitol Hill, in, not on the floor of the Senate, but in the Senate chambers. Yeah. There he was. Yep. I mean, full-blown pornographic video videoed himself doing that. We got that. We know about that one. So here's another thing, Patrick Webb video. And you got to watch, make sure that you watch the post game. I couldn't put it on. The main show tonight, because there's so many cuss, cuss words in it, but George Santos is spilling the tea, man. I mean, they're like, you know, we're, we're going to get rid of George Santos. George Santos, you're going to get rid of me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna, I'm gonna spill the tea on all of you. I'm going to tell everybody what really is going on inside, inside of Capitol Hill. I'm going to tell everybody about how corrupt everybody is. So make sure you watch the podcast. It's only like, a, I mean, the post game. It's, I don't know, probably 60 seconds long, but it is excellent. And you got to watch it. All right, so Patrick Webb video, Congressman Tim Burchett says, government officials are being blackmailed over Jeffrey Epstein flight logs. Play it for me, Will. Uh, Congressman, you represent the state of Tennessee. Marsha Blackburn has been completely blackballed in the Senate for asking for these flight logs to be released and for this client list to be released. It seems like now you are fighting with her uh, in the House. Why the protection mechanism? And more importantly, um, you mentioned recently in an interview that there may be some members of Congress who are personally compromised by this, oh. and they don't want the truth to get out. Can you expound on that? Yeah, 100%. You got powerful people, and they write the big checks. Well, let's be honest. And powerful people in this country, they write the big checks. And they, you know, they're the ones out on the tarmac when the president comes and visits, and, and whichever party they're in. They always either out on the tarmac or in the private room. They're the ones that write the big checks. They don't care who's in. They hate this country. They hate what we're about, but they love their portfolios and they love their money more than they do anything else. And they protect it and they protect the people that that do that. And by doing so, you know, the old honeypot, the Russians do that. And I'm sure members of Congress have been caught up. Why in the world 
would, would good conservatives vote for crazy stuff like the, what we've been seeing out of Congress. It's that works. You're visiting, you're out of the country or out of town or you're in a motel or bar at, in D.C. and some whatever you're you're into, women or men or whatever, comes up and they're very attractive and they're laughing at your jokes and, and, they, and you're buying them a drink. Next thing you know, you're in the motel room with them naked and next thing you know, you know, you're about to make a key vote and what happens? Some well-dressed person comes up and whispers in your ear, hey man, there's tapes out on you. Were you in a motel room on whatever with whoever? And then you're like, uh-oh, and said, you really ought not be voting for this thing. I mean, you know, and what do they do? It's human nature. And, um, you know, no man or no woman actually is an island and they know what to get at. You know, if it's women, drugs, booze, it'll find you in DC and in most elected offices. And that's what people of power and influence do. And it's just, you know, I've been in this game my whole life. I spent 16 years in the state legislature in Tennessee and eight years as county mayor. And now I'm in my fifth year of Congress, but it, it's just, it, it, the stakes are higher, but the, but the game is still the same. So this stuff is starting to come out. And the thing is obviously the Jeffrey Epstein flight logs are supposed to be released in early January. I think it's January 8th, something along those lines. So they're supposed to be released and we'll find out who's on them. There's still actually, there's a court order keeping some names confidential because potentially they're actually not on the flight logs, but they're related somehow to people on them or whatever, possibly innocent people. But at least 180 or something like names are going to be released. So we'll find out, you know, this is just allegations, uh, making some, you know, allegements, if that's a word, making, uh, you know, allegations, whatever it may be. We don't know. We don't know who's on it. But obviously, uh, Congressman Burchett believes that, you know what, there's going to be a lot of people exposed. Yeah. And with the things that we've seen going on on Capitol Hill, and now what he's saying is this happens all the time. Why would he come out and say it doesn't happen? He didn't name names. He didn't gain anything by saying it. But he's saying that people are being honeypotted all the time, being bought with sex and booze and who knows what else. Got cocaine in the White House, first time in history. Cocaine in the White House, first time. In, and, and we have no idea. Remember now, you didn't remember something with this case. First of all, we got co- with, with cocaine in the White House. This is the most videotaped, video surveilled uh, compound and building in the world, yeah, the most video surveilled compound and building on the planet, and nobody has any idea who put the cocaine in the compartment, little compartment there. <laughs> no idea with a video camera sitting right here, right over it. Just here, there's a video camera looking at it. You can tell who entered in, who came out, who who actually opened that little cubby and put the cocaine in there. <laughs> and why was the cocaine blown up after it was tested positive for cocaine? Found out it wasn't anthrax. We have the videotape. <laughs> Of the, of the Secret Service police saying, remember, there's two different agencies, Secret Service that protects the president. Then you have the Secret Service Police Department. Secret Service Police Department responds and says, you know what? We've done the regent uh, test on it, and it's cocaine. Then why did the Secret Service then use an explosive and blow it up? <laughs> I mean, please explain. Again, this just speaks to the court system and the law enforcement system, the federal law enforcement system in this country is so corrupt, and the only people that are going to prison are right-wingers. That's it. Here's another one for you, Gateway Pundit tweet. Jill Biden, press secretary, ousted from White House after he tried to bring gay dates. And you notice how it's all going gay here. I mean, Tom, we all got to come together. I'm not, I'm not coming together. Please understand that. Homosexuals will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. No oral fornicators, by the way. 
I'm just saying I'm not, I'm not, I'm not embracing any of the new rules and the new of what is, what is acceptable. I'm not embracing any of what's new and acceptable. None of it. So here we have it. Jill Biden, press secretary, asked from the White House after he tried to bring gay dates back to his room on secure floor where Joe Biden was staying in Spain. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just understand that. Now he's being ousted. Why is he being ousted? Because they're going to focus. We're going to all find out. So they ousted before we find out. That's the point. If they could get away with it, they'd all be staying there because there's a whole bunch of perverts. Going. I mean, look at Joe Biden. I mean, come on. <laughs> Joe Biden is at minimum rumored. And these are some good sources inside of the White House. This is from Alex Jones, that Joe Biden wanders around the White House naked all the time. And this would carry on from Dan Bongino's testimony that Joe Biden always made sure that he swam naked in front of female Secret Service agents. Disgusting. Okay, these are who these people are. And, and I mean, I, I just say this to the, to the Christians who are watching that have never come out and actually repented of their COVID caving, of their standing six feet apart, taking seven vaccinations, two, two vaccinations, closing down your churches, quarantining your healthy families, locking down your churches, whatever it is. You've never come out and said you're wrong. These are the people you're, these are the, these are the people you're taking orders from. These are the people. They're, they're a bunch of deviants, rep, reprobated, reprobate mind people. You're taking order, orders from these people. They tell you to stand six, six feet apart. Tell them to go pound sand. They tell you to take a vaccination. Tell them to spin it sideways and shove it up their own caboose. That's not Christ-like. You've never read Christ. You've never actually read the Bible if you don't think that's Christ-like. You've never read the Bible where Paul tells people to lop off your testicles. You don't, you don't read the Bible. You've, you've, you've malformed Christianity into your own humanized version of love because somehow or another that's more comfortable for you. But understand, these are the people that gave you your COVID orders that will eventually give you your climate change orders, your electric vehicle orders, and your, what do you call them, Aaron, the smart system for your house? Uh, I can't remember what it's called. but So the, the different si the systems in your house where they can be controlled by, the, by FPL or by whatever. Smart meters. Smart meters that they yeah. want to attach to your house so they can just turn things off. You'll be like, I'll do it for the good of the community, just like I did when I quarantined my healthy family and strapped on a mask. Good to the community when they just decide, you know what? You voted for the wrong person. Off with your power. Yep. And then you don't have a way to fuel your car either to go to work because you had an EV. And the only way for you to fuel that EV is using a fueling source that they control. Yep. And an air conditioner that they control. You turn your refrigerator off. You can do whatever they want to do. And most Christians will sign up for it. And they'll end up with a, with a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. The love of most will go cold at that time. Many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. For those of you who are still Calvinists, for those who stand firm to the end will be saved. That's, man, that's just Jesus talking. Blow it off if you want. That's just Jesus talking. Matthew chapter 24, 10 through 13. You need, to, you, you need to understand who's giving you orders. And I know I'm prim primarily preaching to the choir. Out of the 515 people that are watching right now, probably 513 are, have been with me the whole time or I've been with you the whole time. But for the, those of you that are watching, they caved to the orders of the globalist left. Stand six feet apart. Vax yourself. Close down your churches. For those of you that kowtowed to those things, please understand, or followed those orders, please understand who has given you those orders. Globalist, leftist, bourgeois elitist, abortionist, transgender activist, homosexual activist, climate activist, leftist shills gave you those orders. You're taking orders from abortionists. 
who love to pull babies, peace, my bloody peace, out of their mother's womb and sell their organs and their eyeballs on the open market, which all of the Planned Parenthood employees had to testify under oath that they were in fact doing and harvesting organs from living babies. Facts. That's who you're taking orders from. Don't, be, don't, don't claim to be pro-life if you're gonna take your health orders from pro-abortionists or from abortionists. All right, change the subjects. Wall Street Silver tweet. Just some Nancy Pelosi stuff. Where Nancy Pelosi bought KT- KRTX? And that is uh, Karuna Therapy. Strange. Strange. She's buying, she's buying Karuna. I think that's right, Aaron. I think that's right on the yeah, pronunciation. Yeah. Karuna Therapeutics. Yeah. Where Nancy Pelosi's buying Karuna Therapeutics. Nothing to see here. She bought it. Members of Congress can legally trade stocks based on insider information. This is why Nancy keeps running for re-election. She's not doing it because she's doing any good for you. Of course, that's obvious. She's doing it for her own personal profit. Now, listen, she may love to abort the unborn. We, we, we know that. But the only reason why she's fervent about it is so she can stay in office and keep doing this. The only reason why she's fervent leftist is that's her lane. That's why there's a lot of people who are allegedly fervent right-wingers, the McConnells of the world, the Lindsey Grahams of the world, never actually do any right-wing stuff, never actually pass any right-wing legislation. They just found their lane that they can be elected in over and over and over again. And they're all fake. They don't actually do anything. They're actually the Grahams of the world and the McConnells of the world and the Romneys of the world and many others are only put in there so that you don't elect real Republicans in there. They're just occupying a seat for the left in the name of the right. So the next one for me, oh, oh yeah, I got that. Can put the next one up for me, well, there we go. So here's where Nancy Pelosi bought, Redmark. That's where she bought. She did it again. She did it again. I mean, literally, she, she if Nancy, Pelo, Nancy Pelosi, uh, I mean, if she got struck by lightning, she could be struck by lightning 10 times in the same place. I mean, she's so lucky. She is the luckiest woman on the planet. She's hit the lottery. I don't know how many times now. Look where she bought. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a stock rise like that. That's, that's not even Everest. That's, not, that's rocket. Yeah. That's beyond going up Mount Everest. There's Everest right there. This is rocket. Straight up. This is Elon Musk. This is SpaceX. Right through the roof, right through the atmosphere. Look, she's so lucky, isn't she? Aaron, put that graphic back up. It'd be easier for me to read that than my own stuff. There we go. Corona develops medications for patients living with neurological and psychiatric conditions. Oh, really? The ones that are caused by the vaccine? Those? <laughs> truth. That's yep. the truth. Yep. She's buying technologies. She's buying therapeutics that are now going to deal with the side effects of the vaccine. Just like, just like Pfizer bought a factory that makes therapeutics for myocarditis. Oh, my God. They did that at post-vaccine rollout. Yeah. <laughs> that's the truth. You can run from it all you want. Yes, Christians, that's who you took your orders from if you ever locked down your church. You ever stood six feet apart. Just for the record, I never did any of that crap. Never will. Never will close. Never have, never will. We will never close. We're never going to stand six feet apart. None of it. The rest of you who they tell you to jump and you say I lie, Listen, you want to be a spineless worm? Go right ahead. You ain't going to make heaven that way. You'll end up with a mark on your right hand or on your forehead. You're easily leveraged. Most Christians are going to take the mark the moment they tell you that you have to have it to get into Walmart. Yep. Because you already showed them. They tell you to put a mask on. There's, there's absolutely no verifiable evidence that does anything whatsoever. There's no validation whatsoever that says that that will stop a, will stop a respiratory virus. But you put it on anyway. 
Again, they tell you that a vaccine's safe and effective. That's been tested for one year. 1,223 people died in that vaccine trial, and you took it anyway. And I know I'm not primarily, I know I'm preaching to the choir right now, so it's not for you, it's not for you. But there might be a few people on CTN right now that this is for. And you might hate me, but it's still, you can hate me all you want. You can kill the messenger all you want, but the truth is still the truth. You are an absolute shill for the globalist left. If you ever stood six feet apart, you ever put the 2022 SWAT, 2020, 2021, and 2022, and 2023, and probably 2024 swastika on your face, which is the COVID mask. There's plenty of people now advocating to remask again. Yep. You are a globalist leftist shill, and you have primed the pump to take the mark of the beast. You can't stand in the midst of a 99.9% survival virus. How are you going to stand when everything is on the line? Everything, food, clothing, travel, entertainment, job, everything, unless you take that mark on your right hand or on your forehead. You're like, Tom, I believe that's going to happen after Jesus comes back. I believe it's right in the midst in 2 Thessalonians, right? It's an overlapping sort of time when the, when the Antichrist is revealed in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, starting in 3 and going through 8. All right, Tucker Carlson video, switching over to Julian Assange. This is just riveting stuff, and I hope somehow Tucker can actually uh, work his way into having an actual physical in-person interview with Julian Assange. We will see. Right now, he's sequestered. He's in a maximum security prison in the UK where they keep all the murders and rapists. That's where Julian Assange is right now, but I'll let Tucker speak for himself. Longer video than I usually like to show. I usually like to stick somewhere between one and three minutes. This one's uh, just under four minutes, but it's absolutely riveting. Play for me, Will. A few years later, Assange upended a presidential race by publishing a trove of internal emails from the Democratic Party. Democrats claim the emails had been hacked by the Russian government, but they hadn't been. That was a lie. The emails had been leaked from within the DNC itself, almost certainly by a disgruntled employee. Those emails proved that Hillary Clinton's campaign had rigged the 2016 Democratic primary against Bernie Sanders. It was the scoop of the decade, but it was only one of many that Julian Assange broke. For the crime of upstaging them and embarrassing their patrons, the media hated Julian Assange even more. And especially with Assange, what, what bothers me the most is that he hides under this sort of broad definition of a journalist. And we have to come out and say that this is not, you know, stealing and, and using disinformation for a foreign government yeah. is not journalism. This is a no-brainer. This guy, Julian Assange, directed and led an organization that led to the largest breach of classified information in U.S. history. This is not some do-gooder whistleblower. Assange is a criminal. He's damaged national security. Assange isn't a journalist. He's a criminal, squeaked the faithful servants of power. Embarrassed governments around the world agreed. The government of Sweden, acting in concert with British authorities, charged Assange with a fake sex crime. He's a rapist, they said. Global media amplified the lie. Ultimately, the charges were dropped for lack of evidence. But by that point, Julian Assange was a prisoner. He'd been driven into internal exile in the Ecuadorian embassy in London, where he sought political asylum. He spent more than seven years there, unable to leave. Then in 2017, Assange broke his last big story. WikiLeaks revealed the existence of an illegal CIA spying program. Assange withheld most of the details of that program so as not to compromise American national security but the story was still deeply humiliating to the CIA. 
In Washington, CIA Director Mike Pompeo decided to murder him. Pompeo discussed with his deputies how the CIA might kidnap Assange from the embassy in London or poison him inside. That is not conjecture. Multiple witnesses heard Mike Pompeo say that. At the time, keep in mind, Julian Assange had not been charged with any crime in the United States. Mike Pompeo considered it a death penalty offense to embarrass the CIA. You may be asking, is any of this legal? Can federal appointees use tax dollars to kill people who annoy them? Well, not technically. Mike Pompeo committed a felony, conspiracy to commit murder. And yet somehow, Mike Pompeo is not in prison. Instead, he's the toast of the donor class, a friend and advisor to the most powerful people in America. It's Julian Assange who's in prison for the crime of offending Mike Pompeo. Assange is currently being held behind bars by the British government, which has not charged him with any crime. Assange now sits in the most fortified penitentiary in the UK, Belmarsh, where every murderer in London is held. He's been there for more than four years, trapped in solitary confinement, cut off from his wife and two children, wasting away alone among killers and mental patients and awaiting extradition to the United States for trial. Assange has been charged in the U.S. under the century-old Espionage Act, a transparently unconstitutional law which is used almost exclusively to punish political crimes. Yet Julian Assange has never committed espionage. Nor does the U.S. government have any real interest in trying him under that law. His current incarceration is the whole point. Torture Assange to death in jail so he will never again speak publicly. So back to the beginning with this is that he leaked the Democrat DNC emails out that showed that Hillary Clinton had stolen the election from Bernie Sanders. It was ab- absolute stolen. Now, what, what happened with that is the FBI came in and said, you know what, let us investigate this alleged hack into the DNC. And the DNC said, no, we don't want the FBI to investigate. We're going to hire our own private firm to investigate it. That's what they did. So nobody actually knew what happened, but they, they continuously said that the Russians hacked the, the DNC, but the Russians never hacked the DNC. It was a leak from Julian Assange that showed that mass corruption in the Hillary Clinton campaign where they stole the election from Bernie Sanders. So then what they did was they called, they, then they, they do the typical Democratic Party playbook. What, what is, what, what's going to happen? If you get nominated to be a Supreme Court justice, if you're Brett Kavanaugh, you're Clarence Thomas, if you're Matt Gates. What are they going to do to you? They're going to accuse you of committing a sex crime. Andrew, T- Andrew Tate, they're going to com- accuse you of, of committing a sex crime. That is the globalist leftist move. That's what they always do. Yep. That's their playbook. There's no evidence. And, and Julian Assange was quickly exonerated because there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever that he raped anybody. Just like there wasn't of Ka- Kavanaugh, there wasn't with, uh, with Clarence Thomas, and there certainly wasn't with Matt Gates either. None of it. And they all should be fighting back by suing the people who accuse them of it for defamation. But nobody ever does. Therefore, opening the door for, fur- for future false allegations because there's no repercussions to the false false accuser. And so you have, you have Julius on sitting in ball. Think about this now. Again, this goes back to what I'm telling you. And it's global. In every leftist area, it's global. There is no... Uh, blind justice system there is no fair court system in any blue area and if you're there and you get on trial there and they know you're a trump supporter or a right winger you're finished yeah he's sitting in belmarsh prison right now which is all rapists psychopaths and murderers and he's committed no crime why is he sitting in prison because who's going to get him out who's going to get you don't think this can happen to you 
You better, I'm hoping you don't live in a blue jurisdiction. If you do, you need to be praying your way out of that. He's sitting in Belmarsh prison. He's committed no crime. He's been sitting in there for four years. That's after seven years in the Ecuadorian embassy. We're yet not being charged with a crime. See, and then you have Mike, the Mike Pompeo part. Mike, Mike Pompeo, who is at one point running for president, <laughs> is faded into oblivion because he's a blundering idiot. But he, he actually tried to put a plot together to kill Julian Assange. And here's the whole thing with it, because he was personally embarrassed because of the CIA ha- leak. Yeah. And here's the problem. Aaron brought this up when we were watching the video. Everyone needs to always watch. They'll say things like, just like they define democracy as people being able to vote from in, in federal United States elections from any country in the world. That's democracy. That's what Mark Elias uh, deems as democracy. Mark Elias and the rest of the globalist left deem it democracy to force vaccines on you. They deem that to be democracy. They deem democracy as being uh, kids being able to decide who are 14 years old that they're a male or a female, even though they're the opposite, and have their body parts lopped off. They consider that to be democracy. Them forcing you to use the right pronouns to them is democracy. Them using totalitarianism to enforce democracy is, in their eyes, democracy. So you need to understand that they live, it's an inverted world. Everything you're seeing, they'll say, you know what, we're trying, we're, we're, we're persecuting slash prosecuting Julian Assange for national security reasons. It's not national security reasons. It's always personal security reasons. Why won't Christopher Ray answer questions about 1-6? He'll say it's in national security. It's for national security interests. It's an ongoing investigation. It's for personal security interests so that his own personal malfeasance is not exposed. Yeah. Same thing with Fauci and all of his redacted, blacked out emails. They'll say it's for national security purposes. What national security purpose? What national security purpose could emails from an NIH director have? A man who walks around with his fake telescope and his fake lab coat as a fake doctor. Why would his emails need to be redacted? They'll say for national security purposes. They said the same thing about the vaccination. Vaccine, they didn't want to release any of the details about the vaccine developmental data. Why? For national security reasons. What? No, is it national security reasons? Or that so that so that Albert Borla is not charged. With global homicide. That's Nothing right. to do with national security. It has to do with personal security and personal malfeasance coverage. The personal suppression of the truth. So they're trying to charge in the society of the United States, Julian Assange, with the Espionage Act. First of all, espionage is, is defined as the practice of spying or of using spies. <laughs> How? How, how did he spy or use spies? So that didn't work. So then they go to the Espionage Act. They're charging him with that, which, by the way, they're not actively even trying to charge him. They're just leaving him at Belmarsh to die. And I'll tell you what, one of the greatest travesties of the Trump administration, I'm voting for Trump, love Trump, but one of the ways that he screwed up, along, along with Burks and Fauci and Pence, is he didn't free Julian Assange. He should have pardoned Julian Assange and Edward Snowden and didn't do either one. The Espionage Act, which they say they're going to charge him and, 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 and bring him to the United, extradite him to the United States, the Espionage Act broadly sought to crack down on wartime activities. Consider dangerous or disloyal, including attempts to acquire defense-related information with the intent to harm the United States. So what defense-related information has he ever 
ever let loose? Has yeah. he ever uh, released into the world? None whatsoever. But he's being charged with it. And it's the same thing. You see this. You see the same thing being done to Trump. You see the same thing being done to Derek Chauvin with George Floyd. These are people that didn't commit any crimes. Didn't commit any crimes, but they're being charged with crimes that with Julia Assange's case that doesn't need, don't even exist. Or that in, in Derek Chauvin's case that don't remotely apply whatsoever. And Donald Trump's case that don't exist at all. 91 felonies that don't really exist. All right, eight seconds to go. Love you all. Be, I'll be back next Saturday. We're off Tuesday and Thursday. Love you all. God bless you. You'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You'll cast out devils. You'll speak with other tongues. You drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt you. You'll be like Paul in Acts 28, 3 and 5. A viper could fasten on you. You just pull it off, throw it in the fire, and suffer no harm. But you're not interested in that. You just want a very placid, Holy Spirit, uninvolved Christianity. You're going to be miserable that way. You're actually inoculating yourself against greatness. You're inoculating yourself against the miraculous. You got to dive in. Everything you want, Lord, I want. A lot of people don't pray that because they're afraid of what God wants. Whatever God wants is your maximum happiness. Whatever you think is great for you is not. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Let it go. Let your life go. You'll be a much happier person. That's as sweet as I can give you. That's as sweet as I can be. You'll be a much happier person. watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to TomLipley.com and donate $25 or more and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.